All right. Hey, now, people. It is hey, hey. a brand new episode <laughs> of The Better Podcast. I'm Dr. John Duffy, and with me is my bride and co-host, Julie Duffy. Hello. What's happening, babe? So we um, didn't record last week because you were editing like crazy, and I was painting like crazy. Um, we you, sound so highbrow. Oh, my God. I was no. editing my newest book, <laughs> and Julie was in the, in the uh, studio painting, so no, well, the, we didn't have time. You got your, you got these then edits. Then we had the opera and then a showing. <laughs> we, we were wondering for the longest time, your manuscript has been in since January, and we're like, wow, there's like zero edits. <laughs> I wrote a perfect book that requires not a single edit. I am the was the only editor, and I did a perfect job. Seriously, I'm like, well, that's super weird. There's no comments. That was perfect. It was perfection. And then John and then just got the this giant... Um, yeah, he got it back with tons of edits and things to add not and things. Tons of edits. No, but there was just normal edits, and he, he uh, yeah. So the your rep there was, you know, said, "I did you get this like six weeks ago or eight weeks ago or something?" Anyway, so you had to get on it. Yeah, and so so it's a much better tome already for the edits, I think. Yay. <laughs> I think it's a tome that I have to revisit again, which... Oh, yeah, yeah. you're going to have to read it before <laughs> I send it, and we're sending it before Mother's Day, so there's that. Anyway. And you have an art show oh, coming up? Oh, no, and we were, at, uh, we were at graduation. Whoa, that's where we were. Yeah, of course we were at graduation. Oh, yeah, so our nephew Jack, so our son George, who some of you may have heard of, every single time we ever speak. Um, and our niece, Grace, graduated with their bachelor's degrees from Indiana University a year ago. Um, Grace's twin brother, Jack, George's other cousin's cousin. Um, <laughs> Jack graduated with his MBA in five years, record-breaking in the 3-2 program down at the Kelly School of Business at Indiana. Way to go, Jack. Yeehaw. With high distinction. And it was, yeah. High And he forgot to wear his cords or whatever for that. <laughs> Your mom was not happy, Jack, that you weren't wearing the cord that you earned. Uh, In any event, we had a great time revisiting Bloomington and uh, hanging out with the kids. We like to linger for a while, hang out with the kids long after graduation. You know, it was... Uh, I like to do my keg stands. It was kind of dreamy. It was kind of like a dream um, come true. Uh, because it was it was a redo that I didn't think about getting to redo. Well, and Back it, it in, was a redo that did not even need to be redone because it was very good last year. We no, had we didn't time. need a redo, but I'm like I thought it was. You know, I knew we were going to Jack's graduation, but just being back on that campus and George, we were there for three nights and hanging out, hanging out with George and his friends in the college vibe. So fun, heaven. Got to meet Nico. Nico. It was so fun talking to Nico. And late night his girlfriend. Yeah. And um Nico, we know your girlfriend is a fake girl. All Jack's roommates and some of their family. It was so fun. So fun. I love stuff like that. So we don't know anybody who's graduating next year, but we will be there. <laughs> <laughs> We're finding someone. Yes, we are setting up the hotel rooms as we speak. Yeah. So what are your triggers, Julie? Mm. Are we getting right into it? No. So wait. So today... Um, 
It was interesting. So the Met Ball was last night, right? Last night? Today, La- Tuesday? The Met Ball was last yeah, night. Yeah, the, the Met Ball was last night. So last night, after the Cubs game, or during, after the Cubs game, I, I saw Kim Kardashian's dress. And it's unbelievable. And it was inspired, like, Terry Mugler. <laughs> Ooh, I was going to Google how to pronounce it. Thierry Mugler, whatever. Um, uh, is that a designer? It's a designer. I'm oh, gonna... you're, you're not talking about Terry Mugler, <laughs> are you? I mean, Thierry Mugler. It, did she wear a Mugler? <laughs> anyway, this very famous designer whose name I can, <laughs> yeah, I can picture, obviously. but not say, designed this dress. I think, is it from Here to Eternity where Sophia Loren comes out and she's dripping wet? No. And the, what? What? Well, I don't know what movie it was, but from here to eternity was uh, the, the beach scene was. Um, oh, you're right. Okay, this is I, a I giant fail. Burt but anyway, Lancaster. Anyway. Sophia Loren's coming out of the water, and her dress is stuck to her, and she's wet. And it was inspired by that. So check out the dress came more. Super hot, so by the I, way. Sophia Loren moment. Yeah. Okay. What did you think when I showed you that picture of Kim in that dress? Uh, I, I am not as I'm not as impressed or wowed by Kim Kardashian as you are. What did you think of the dress? Um, what did you think when I showed you that picture? I thought it was booby. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I posted a I, side by side. You were blown away. Let's put it that way. You were blown away. It had, well, it was. And, and the Met Gala is intended to be over to the top. Lady Gaga went crazy. Yeah. Everybody went crazy over the top. The guys went crazy in the way they dressed. You guys got trolled for wearing a black tux. Oh really? Oh, I didn't yes. see a lot of the dresses, but I did see that one. And I so I made a little uh, on my little one of my little grid photo grid apps. I made a little side by side of Sophia Loren and Kim Kardashian. So Sophia from that moment and Kim in that dress. How did that and, work for you? Um, I got like <laughs> one friend wrote me and said, "Did you get hacked?" <laughs> like she couldn't believe I posted a picture of Kim Kardashian. Somebody else was like appalled that I made a comparison between those two people. And then another friend of ours, which was super hilarious, wrote. Literally, the last people I care about in the whole world are the Kardashians, although he never posts on Facebook, and he bothered to post. Note to to Bob, we tend not to comment (laughs) on the things we don't care about. So it was – but it was super triggering for people. And I wrote – you know, really, it was – I thought the dress was an unbelievable work of art. It had crystal – water drops sewn all over it. So it was looked wet. And yeah, it was sticking to her and her body's amazing, if not altogether natural. Well, I think that was part <laughs> of the criticism is that Sophia Loren was a natural beauty and Kim Kardashian, I think most people would feel, and I have, I'm not weighing in here, is something of an artificial beauty, is well, clearly, a manufactured beauty. Right. Clearly... Millions, but she was wearing those crystals. <laughs> oh my god! Um, clearly, millions of people love the Kardashians because they capitalize on it seamlessly. But they got some haters, well, <laughs> and yeah. a few of them popped up and responded to my Facebook post. But anyway, yeah, I, I, I like the Kardashians. You do like the Kardashians. Unabashedly, unashamedly, you love the Kardashians. I like them. I'm entertained by them. I, uh, they're badass 
boss bitches. <laughs> they're amazing at uh, they're amazing business women. And um, anyway, so why do you think the Kardashians? So are the most triggering family in well, okay, maybe not. No. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm exaggerating by a family. <laughs> no, so we just started talking about trigger, like, yeah, what triggers us? Like, so people are very triggered by them. Um, I I think people are more triggered by a Kim than a Chloe. I'm gonna say, but I might be wrong. Who about knows? That. I mean, so so yeah. So what triggers us and why? Yeah. Um, so we, we were listening to Armchair Expert, um, another very good podcast, my second favorite podcast, hosted by Dax Shepard, who I love. Yeah. Um, and, and he was talking to somebody about triggers and said that it, it was triggers cause a negative emotional response in us, but they tend to be a fear we have. And I would argue that oftentimes our triggers are fears we have about ourselves. I think our triggers are by and large projective except for my triggers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he was saying and I tried to find the clip but um I think it was a 12 step program exercise he did but it was kind of like write down, I don't know, 20 people who bug you or you know uh you know bother you or things that bother you. And he was saying that those those all those things, all those relationships um, it can be distilled down to three fears in general. Right. Like, so, and, and I think obviously everyone has different th- fears, but so we're triggered. People trigger us because they trigger like a fear in us, right? Like if we're, if someone pisses us off or really gets under our skin. Um, I think most people in my profession would argue that if you are heavily triggered by somebody, first of all, if you're triggered in a really negative way, what you want to say is, man, I hate that guy. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is that's not what's happening, right? We don't have really strong emotions about somebody we we want nothing to do with. We're ambivalent about those people. When we have a strong negative emotion, there's something going on there, right? There's some draw there. And most of us in my profession would say that is a projection. Typically, that is... I hate this thing about them that I'm afraid I carry, (laughs) right? I can think of like when I think, if I'm being really, really honest, um, the couple of people that jump to mind that trigger me most are cautionary tales for me. Um, When I really pay attention and I can be self-reflective for a moment, instead of just like, oh man, that guy really drives me nuts. It's like, man, I better not be disingenuous like that. I'm going to do a gut check from for a little while and make sure I'm not exhibiting what I can't stand in that person right there. Right. That's why you don't want to look too much like Kim Kardashian when you wear your sparkles. <laughs> That's because she's triggering. Oh, yeah. that would You'd really hate that, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, man. If I could wear that dress like that, I'd wear it every day. <laughs> Anywho, we can work we something digress. out. Yes, I'm sure we can. Um, so, yeah, I was thinking about. So I did a brief stint in graduate school. Uh, yes, you did. Um, I was planning to get my master's in counseling, uh, and I was very triggered in the psychopathology class. And I am, what do you call me, an empath? 
Yes. I so, would argue that you are an empath. Like I'm super emotional and other people's emotions really affect me. Um, but yeah, and, and I you're, will... you're empathic and, 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 and empaths, I, I, I know a number of them, and you're definitely one of them, tend to feel the emotions of other people. Not just like sympathize with them, but empathize with them, like internalize them and feel them. Whereas, you know, most of us are either sympathetic or sociopaths. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, so, okay, so I'm having several thoughts here, but one one was this. So as I'm sitting there in psychopathology, which was super boring on one hand because the textbook was the diagnostic manual for mental disorders. And I was going, there's no, we have to know this. Like, I mean, it's so boring. All the different iterations of every mental disorder. Um, that was our textbook. All the diagnostic criteria. You yeah. Know, like, and then sometimes, you know, seven of nine of this, di- this set of diagnose, diagnostic criteria mean it's a mild depression. Whereas if you have eight of nine, you have a moderate depression. If you have all nine of nine, while well, you have severe depression, you know, like there's all these like little nuances and then it's like, oh, but if you're also using a substance, well, that's a different code altogether. So the book is like fatter than a Bible and it's basically there's three or four things that are legitimate in there. <laughs> yeah. So I've had coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so we, so that would, would be the lecture part. And then Every time the teacher would put on a video. Well, the first one was incarcerated mental patients, which was just brutal. So as you can imagine, there are a lot of people who are mentally ill who get off their meds and do something. And then there's uh, a lot of times they, they don't know who they belong to. There's no one to come get them. And so they end up in prison and they're, losing their mind. So that, that was, I was just, I was crying. Um, there was, uh, one on Alzheimer's and they showed like the youngest woman ever diagnosed. She was literally pregnant when she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Um, there was personality disorders. There was people jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge, but I noted the, the people jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge, by the way, um, part of the video they show is this time-lapse thing. And they, they, so you, literally see people take their lives, you know, like one after another after another. It is, it is in reality, um, ghastly. So I could barely stand this class. It was killing me. And I kept calling my friend who had just gone through the program and like, you know, oh my God, like, and I know it's normal when you're studying things like this to feel like, oh, I have that. I have that. I have that. But that is, it wasn't, I felt bad for the people. It was sympathy and like, oh my God, that that's awful. But the most profound part was, do I have that? Could I have that? Is that me? How is that me? I realized that yeah. it was like very fear driven. Yeah, yeah, um, all of it, right? Every single video that you're talking about, you you wondered. I mean, not really the jumping off, but the study of and and some of the videos, it was. You know, do I have that? And again, I've talked to people like I have a friend who is basically a doctorate in Chinese medicine and she does acupuncture and she had the same thing happen to her in grad school. She's like, oh, yeah, I thought I had everything. And it probably happens to med students. Like I have all these diseases. It's notoriously true of med students that they become hypochondriacs in med school. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's one element of triggering. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. That's very it's fear. That's fear based. Well, isn't there a 
a pretty solid argument to be made that that if we're triggered, it's some fear. Is that is that what Dak said? That some fear in us is triggered. He said it all boils down to three fears. And then if you can say, what am I afraid of here? So he was talking more relationships, I think, and 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 you know he was saying, if I can say, well, what am I afraid of here? And right. then if we can if we can figure that out, and then let go of that. You, you'll have no problem with the person. You'll have no problem in the relationship, or you'll have no problem um, with that trigger, that you can let it go. I find, I find the word um, really interesting when it comes up across the hall because the inclination when we are triggered by a person almost always is let's focus on them and why they're a problem in my life, right? I mean, you know, like, and, and I feel this way too. Let's focus on them. I want to tell some stories about why this person yes. is a problem in my life. You know what I mean? And uh, it rarely is it like, this person really triggers me. What is being triggered in me that is, you know, by their behavior? You know, like, what is it about me? We don't want to look at that. that that's not, there's not a natural inclination there, I don't think. And yet, I would imagine virtually all the time, it's about us. Yes. Yeah. Or how about like this happens to me so many times. Like you're in a really good like I don't know self help talk or like you're listening to Wayne Dyer. You're listening to something that really resonates with you, and you're like, oh my god. And yes, a lot of times you do go, that's me. But a lot, a lot of times you're thinking, oh my god, I wish my mom were here because she needs to hear this, or I wish John. You know, you think about the other people that that is describing, right? Mm -hmm. Way more than you think about how that's, you know, describing you. Yes, right. What is that, John? Yeah, my mom is the one who's codependent. <laughs> I can't believe yeah. it. Yeah. I, I think it is that we're, we're afraid that um, we're over-identifying with that triggering person. I think that's what happens when we get triggered. Because... You know, it's curious that, you know... You, we're afraid we're over-identifying or we are over-identifying with that We're at person. least identifying with the triggering um, event or um, the whatever, whatever behavior it is that they're exhibiting, right? So when parents trigger us... Oh, when parents I mean, trigger us... We're, we're afraid of becoming them. I mean, you know, like, who isn't or, afraid of becoming their parents to some mm, extent? Is that it? <laughs> Well, think about it for just a moment. No, you know, I, I will I say don't that need, there are some I, things I, I about don't. my family of origin. I'm not going to be specific here. There is a trait or two, a characteristic or two that I see in uh, some of my family. And so I do a gut check frequently because it triggers me. Am I that way? Do I do that? And I'm very, very um, cautious not to. I also... You know what I'm talking about, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, also, um, my emotional side, my side where I feel the feels of everybody, I definitely had that, have that in my family. And a lot of times, I feel the feels because I'm writing a story about how the other person feels. I feel them more than they are even feeling them. I'm making up a story about how bad so-and-so is, is being made to feel because of blah, blah, blah. And I feel terrible for him. And I, you know, and they're probably like, you know, I don't know, watching a basketball game or something. Like I have a narrative going about how bad this person is making this person feel and how I can't tolerate it. I can't bear it. And then I, it, oh, I mean, how many, 
our whole our whole life. <laughs> you, you had to hear the stories, and you know, and I try to put myself in you know in between the two or fix it, and and you know, I give I care about it. I suffer it more than the people that I'm. Trying so, to so, so sit with that for a minute. Why do you think you're? Why do you think you do that? Why do you think you suffer it more than you know anybody else is suffering it? Either of the other parties. I forget all the time, <laughs> <laughs> and then I go, as you know, oh my god, I'm such an idiot, and you know, or I try to put everybody together when they don't really want to be, and you know, and I think it's just going to go well, like so. This is probably a whole different. I don't know. It means it's a whole different topic. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, I think there might be more. Like, like triggers a broad word. I think, and part of it, like I'm listening to you. I know exactly what you're referring to, and um, there is an element of empathy or ownership. You take ownership of relationships that aren't yours, that you don't have to take ownership of. And you, I because think I was made somehow, or this is the story I wrote I I was made responsible for uh Mm-mm. no no, no I'm no. gonna disagree I think you chose responsibility I think you well have, I mean I was I was maybe you were put you, in a position to um fix certain things I don't know or I thought I was well that's probably true I mean maybe if we go all the way back to childhood not that we're talking about a family or anything. <laughs> no. But, yeah, I can imagine that um, you were unwittingly put in a position where you were the fixer or you were the peacemaker or the go-between. Because I know what that's like. I mean, I think I was that in my family. Well, okay. Or I – and maybe it's a mother-daughter thing. I felt like maybe – like the boys didn't even feel it or care about fixing it. I felt, you know, the conflict more, right? And so I, for so maybe, ooh, maybe this is an aha moment. Maybe I just wanted to make myself feel better and unfeel it. I wanted to fix it, <laughs> where some people just don't even freaking feel it, and you know. But I wanted to make, I wanted to alter other people's behavior or, you know, make something happen so so the conflict would go away because I, I can't felt stand it. the discomfort I, of this yeah. strife, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That's it, I guess. Oh, well, that's definitely a big part of it. I mean, I think also, in fairness, you didn't want the other parties to feel the strife that they were feeling either, right? Your other family members. You didn't want them to be going through. You wanted the the tension gone for yourself, but also for them, in in fairness, and for everybody else who was at Thanksgiving that year. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I no. I definitely don't like people. I want people to feel loved and happy and welcome and joyful and not, uh, not. I don't want their feelings hurt. And in the name of the <laughs> and projection, get, and, in the name of projection, do you want to feel loved and happy, and not get your feelings hurt? Is this about? Is it about you? Yes, but I don't feel like. I feel like I get the juice. I get the juice. And I want other people to have it too. I get the juice. I get the uh, the attention, the positive attention and positive regard from all members of your family, and you you want that for all of them yeah. from each other. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's true. I think that's true. Well, I I think part of our point here is I don't know what it is anymore. <laughs> no, no, but 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 I think you know instead of having. 
The word trigger is an interesting word that people use. I, I don't think 10 years ago we were using this word like we use it now. It's become this very pop psych word. And, um, and it, but, but it's the right word because a, a trigger's fast. It's a, it's a quick reaction. It's a hair trigger reaction. So we have this immediate reaction. Like I can think of somebody I know and this person, when their name comes up, I have a hair trigger reaction. Like, you know, mm, this guy dissed me in a way I'm not happy with and it felt disrespectful and I, I think he's always trying to twist something to move some agenda along, right? Um, that's a hair trigger reaction. Boom. I, so I, I feel it immediately. Okay, what is it triggering you? Right. But so, so it triggers anger. No, 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 no. The, no I'm saying What's hair the trigger. Fear? What's the Hold fear? Hold on. Okay. I'm getting to that. Okay. So that's the hair trigger. That's the. And if I just let it sit there, which I enjoy doing because I don't want to look any deeper than that because anger is fun. Oh, yes. Anger, so is, fun. anger is a secondary False. emotion. But most <laughs> of us like, well, most of us prefer feeling anger to deep self-analysis and, oh, shit, this is actually about me. I agree. I got to look yeah. at, I, now I got to okay. look inside and figure out what this is. So when I think about this person, I think, like, what does that trigger in me? It triggers, like, the question of, like, you know, okay, um, am I worthy of respect? Am I, right? You know, yeah. it's, it's uh, um, yeah, why, why, what about me makes him feel that that's okay. You know what I mean? It, but but it is a question of me, not him. It's not about the guy um, who will forever remain unnamed. Um. <laughs> so one thing I'm... So I just thought one thing I'm definitely triggered by as far as fear is aging. <laughs> Illness and aging. Really triggered by that. Yeah, I think that's... Uh, I think a lot of people are. <laughs> I, I, I um, for some reason, aging doesn't trigger me, and I think I'm in, like, a very, very healthy denial about that um, because I it really doesn't cross my mind, and it probably won't until I'm dying, I think. And then I'll think, like, is it possible that I'm finite? <laughs> but right now, I think, like, I'm, you know, uh, I think like a teenager about that. Yeah. But I know you, you this crosses your mind a lot and bothers you. Yeah. So and I don't... that's a different kind of trigger, I think. Yeah, it's 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 just yeah. I mean, you know, we're just musing about triggers because of the Kardashian post. But but what do you think? Like the aging thing for you? That's different. That's not about another person, right? That's specifically about you. Oh yeah. Well, I you know I don't like. Um, yeah, I don't want my parents to get old. I don't like things about aging. I don't like things about illness, and I don't want. I don't want to. I, it's probably like I always say to you, I like beginnings. Like that's yeah. why I follow all the bachelorettes and I'm um, listening to Caitlin Bristow's podcast, which I actually love. And, um, I don't know. I like beginnings to the extent that I like all, we started watching all possibilities. this is us. Remember? Yeah. And this is us. It takes place in two time frames, the seventies nope. and the present Wasn't day. Having it. And Julie wouldn't have it. She wouldn't it's have too it. real. No, but you know, because time goes too freaking fast and um, uh, I don't want to. It wasn't. I didn't find that entertaining. I know I would love it. It was too real. It was too real. Where you know, there she is, young, and there she is, old. 
See how triggering that is for me? You're being oh. triggered right now. So, so, so freaking triggering. Let's do a little. Let's do a little breakdown here. Okay. Do you? Is this about? Let's talk about you. No, we for talked once. about me. We did a whole no, thing you about did me. Not. A whole long thing. You missed it. <laughs> <laughs> I did it before you showed up. Um, do you think it's about George getting older? Oh well, that is definitely a thing. Yeah. But no, I mean. Yeah, that, that's part of it. Part of it. So, so George now is got an apartment in the city and he's moving out. So it's kind of it's another step. It's another passage, and that and I was triggered a little bit at graduation. It's not lost, and we're really excited for him, and we're really stoked <laughs> no, about really it. It's so going to be great. But you know, it's kind of like I don't know. Yes, I was triggered a little bit at graduation, <clears throat> um, because you know we were back in the college thing, and it was I loved it. I had so much fun. I was in heaven, like I said, but. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I was triggered maybe remembering that that's a, you know, end of childhood thing again. George now moving downtown and then like, will he ever move back in again? You know, we love having him home. So I look, I can, I kind of look at you like, listen, buddy, you better, <laughs> you better be awesome. You better bring it. Yeah, you better start being awesome and fun and home um, and available and George. You better be George. <laughs> no, but yeah. Yeah, life goes fast. Yep, and that's that's triggering for you. So I guess my thought, if I have a closing, honest thought. Oh, about, wait, you're closing? <laughs> yes, but that's it. We've talked about my triggers yeah, and what depth. Is it? What it, yeah, what it, I talked about okay, a guy who right, triggers right, me. All right, all right, all right. Um, I don't have I don't have that. Uh, I, I guess one. It's not really a trigger if I have a concern, um, but it's really not a trigger. It's that you know, the time thing has me focused on making sure I get everything in I want to get in. But that's more kind of a professional kind of like I want to make sure I write everything and say everything and and do all the therapy and do all the things that I need to do. Before I hang that, out. That yes, okay, I got that. That is not what we're talking about. That is not a trigger. No, it's not sir. a trigger. <laughs> it's um, a trigger, but it. That's but it, those are your dreams. If and you goals. can picture pulling a trigger back slowly over the course of about forty years, <laughs> and then a bullet firing real slowly. What are you triggered by? I'm triggered by this conversation. No, I um I told you I'm triggered by a guy. I'm no, triggered you're by triggered. Some people. I'm triggered by you're, my family. You're triggered by by by. My triggers are are a handful of people. If well, I, they if, can't be people. They have, it has to be. Are they people or uh, people's reactions when they're around me? People's behavior at toward me. I'm triggered by that sometimes. So you people are on notice. So what's Anybody? the fear? The fear is you that they don't think you're, they don't respect you. They don't, that you're not. Um, or with some people, you know, um, am I that way? Am I, do, do I embody what I see and loathe in them? Right. That's That's, the thing. That that actually is a big thing for me. They always say that people are, who trigger you are a mirror somehow. Right. Uh. Right. That's why I'm wondering, am I too much like Springsteen? You know what I mean? Like that's a that's a trigger for me. <laughs> that's why I'm not triggered by Kim Kardashian. <laughs> um, but but a lot of people are. 
Yeah. People are triggered by the Kardashians, by the way. Don't you think because um, there's a there's a factor in there of I can't do that. I can't. I, I, why does she get to make sixty million dollars off a video game she didn't even contribute to? Why does she get to be you know kind of this iconic hot girl and you know and and I have to live this ordinary life. I think people are are mad yeah, at yeah, the Kardashians yeah. I mean, for having that's... an extraordinary gig with a ton of money right. and. You know, butts That's, and everything. Yeah, <laughs> it's the money and butt butts. Is real that there is money and butts. Um, I, yeah, I get that's a that is a pedestrian way to. I, yes, and I'm sure that's obviously true. That jealousy, people, right? I mean, yeah. there's a jealousy. Factor. I'm very happy for them, and I, yeah, I couldn't be happy I, for the Kardashians. I really just I kind of I'm love just them all. Delighted <laughs> for all the Kardashians. I think um, that's the big point. But yeah, anyway, so. Can we can we give a takeaway for a moment about the triggers? I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Here's well, what so, I think. So the thing, so the th- the thing. Okay, one thing I'll say, and um, you know, is that yeah, if someone triggers you, stop and think about okay, what what fear is this um, stirring in me? Exactly. And can I let go of that? And then the trigger or the relationship issue, if it's a relationship might just be gone. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I think that's the big takeaway, right? To think about what fear, consider it a projection by and large. What fear is this in me? Think about think about what it is in you, and you might be able to um, disengage from it at least a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Is that it? <laughs> um, that That's the big one, you know. Um, I don't know if we delved deep enough. Like, I, I think your aging one is an interesting one because that doesn't involve another person. Um, that is just about you, and I think that's just fear, you know? And I think that's something that you, at some point, do need to work through. Yeah, I mean, I I am working through it. No, yeah, And it, embrace it feels... somehow, you know what I mean? As opposed to yeah, like... Yeah, whatever, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> My embracing it might involve some procedures. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, but yeah, I've had a pretty good run. <laughs> no. T- oh, I, that's a good way to look at no, it. No, life has no, no, no. I don't mean. Yeah, it's been, no, it's no, been no, nice no, and... no, no, no. I don't mean. I don't mean. I'm throwing in the towel. I've had a pretty good run, and I might. Um... Good, because I bought a prototype copy of that <laughs> Kardashian dress, and I expect that to be worn by one of us. Oh my God! I would <laughs> wear it every day. Well, I think we might be able to figure that out. Anyway, I, I'm I'm kidding, but um. Yeah. All right. So what's coming up next week on Better? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um, reminder, if you're in the LaGrange, Chicago land area, May 18th um, at Bloom 3 in LaGrange, a little art show, open house, stop in, have some champagne, check out some cool art. Julie Duffy and Um, Paula Horvath's beautiful art, really masterpiece this time. Masterpiece. Oh, there's some. Unbelievable there's some new. Stuff. There's a whole. There's some new new stuff. New it's genre. New, a whole new, new genre thing. that yeah I just discovered, but uh, yes, stop in seriously. Bloom three in Lagrange, Illinois. Um, if you're flying in, like we said, and yeah, if you're flying in to the international terminal. Yes, and uh, it is the 18th Bring your passport. from four to nine, I believe. Come on by. Are we serving anything? Some platters of something and champagne, maybe some shard, water, 
What do you want to drink, honey? Uh, yeah, like orange, what do I want to drink? It always see orange when you when you are a teetotaler, it always be, you're you're always an afterthought Arantiata. when it comes to the, you know. Oh, we got champagne, and we have uh, like a, a rosé, <laughs> and we have chardonnay, and then we have a red wine. If you like something dry, um, if you're but if you don't drink, we have there's a puddle there's a puddle out in front, and I think we find a drinking straw from Starbucks for you somewhere. We'll have water. And um, I have a book coming out, provided I can finish editing it. Oh yeah. Um, it is called Parenting the New Teen. What's the subtitle? Parenting the new teen in the age of anxiety, raising happy, healthy humans aged 8 to 24. That's an intriguing title, Julie. It is. This is better, you guys. We will talk to you next time. Have a great week. I love you, honey. Love you, honey. 